0: Welcome everyone, this is Dave C and you're listening to Never Isolated, a podcast held here on Tortue. The show ID here is double six seven, and it's a show for me trying to uh, get out information and uh, sometimes opinion, sometimes speculation about the situation here in the UK during the uh, coronavirus pandemic here in 2020. Today uh, is episode 32, never isolated, silenced, held for lost key workers. And I've also put a strapline under that as today, Tuesday the 28th of April, 2020, at 11 a.m. British summertime, a one minute silence was observed across the UK to commemorate all the key workers who have sadly died with coronavirus. That's NHS workers, care workers, many transport and other key workers, and indeed volunteers too. And many of these, of course, include young medical students uh, in their final year who've stepped up straight onto the front line. More of that in a moment, just to uh, give my disclaimer that I do work part-time for and um, but this is my own call and my own opinions and uh, my content here. So let's go along with that. And um, today we're going to try and keep under 30 minutes. I'm recording this just gone half 11 at uh, British Summertime, so... I did indeed observe that one minute silence and the image I've got for today's uh, show uh, in the room uh, reflects that somewhat with the the banners of uh, stay safe, thank you NHS, keep apart, isolate, think of others um, uh, and thank you to postmen and postwomen and uh, People who in the United States would say garbage collectors, but uh, dustbin men, as we call them, are uh, refuge. Um, I think they present actually uh, a much more modern-day refuge. um, I don't know what the full word is, but I think bin men is said in an affectionate way here in the UK and in no way derogatory of the. Important and very vital service that they've continued to provide during this um, uh, period of self isolation. So, what I'm going to do now is um, first of all give my own personal thanks to those people. Um, I've also uh, again made, I'm not going to put the link in, but I did make a um, small donation to a Uh, a petition, in fact my son Matthew put me onto this via Facebook, um, calling upon the government to try and pay off the student loans of uh, those uh, students and uh, nurses and uh, medical trainees that have uh, not only spent many, many hours voluntarily with no pay during the course of their education but have also now stepped up to the front line to um, I think it's to actually reimburse them or waive their student uh, fees that they have done. Um, I'm sure you can find it online but it is a uh, um, a thing where people have been asked to put their names towards the petition um, and there was um, a very great number of people on them where when I took, uh, I think it's called Promise Me, the giving foundation for that. Okay, Uh, and I wasn't planning to mention that but um, it seemed appropriate given the um, tribute that the UK have made to these people today. Okay, let's go on with a number of other things. Um, Sadly, um, we had uh, another figure for losses uh, given out uh, yesterday, Monday, the 27th, which was after, of course, I did my episode 32. Um, And the number, thankfully, was lower than Sunday's numbers given out on Monday at 5pm were a further 360 people who had sadly uh, passed away. Um, that was bringing the total then to 21,092. But again, that doesn't take into account some of the many, maybe, of the deaths out in the community and in care homes. Um, indeed, um let me just add some future uh, further information to that. Um, over 100 NHS deaths, and these are the ones that have been acknowledged today, uh, are part of that 21,092. Um, and there's a further update on this, and I think we will continue with this because um, this is a um, very significant move, I think, and I'm just going to copy this into the room, the link to it, Let me, uh, and then read it. And the link is, and I mentioned, I do take uh, lots of this information, but want you to go and check for yourself uh, from the bbc.co.uk news site. The URL I've just put in the room is bbc.co.uk forward slash news forward slash UK 52445 four five Triple four, um, so, um, and just before I read that, I'm just checking there's no one in the room having joined me, but I have put in the text chat uh, sorry, not unmuting callers today, but thank you for joining. I did have a few join yesterday, so this is um, some of the things that I want to read out, and this has been from yesterday coronavirus. Evening update as families of the NHS staff who die get compensation. I would think that our due to get compensation would be a better thing. So, Health Secretary Matt Hancock, giving the daily number 10 briefing, has said that families of frontline NHS staff and social care staff who die with coronavirus will receive a £60,000 payment. Mr. Hancock also announced the Life Assurance Scheme as he confirmed 82 NHS staff and 16 care workers have now sadly died. And he also made that announcement then of the minute silence that we've observed just a little bit earlier here today. And this is to remember key workers who have lost their lives. Uh, and it comes as the number of hospital deaths from coronavirus in the UK, officially the statistics rose by those 360 to that one, uh, 21,092. Um, the in life insurance scheme is a temporary life insurance scheme so uh, I don't know whether that will be for 12 months or whatever but um, that means that While these people are working, they will be automatically enrolled into um, this life insurance scheme. I don't know whether that means that the government will actually pay their contributions, meaning it's a free scheme and that that will cover for any further payments. Presumably, it's an underwriting scheme for this £60,000 compensation. Okay, I'm going to read a little bit from the Boris Johnson, of course, who's gone back to work in number 10. He came out, the lectern was out in front of number 10 uh, and he had his notes. So that meant it was a serious announcement. And um, let me just read a little bit of what it says here on that very same page. Boris Johnson has urged the public not to lose patience with the lockdown saying the UK is at a moment of maximum risk as the coronavirus, in the coronavirus outbreak. The MP, who spoke outside Number 10 for the first time since recovering from the virus, said he refused to throw away people's effort and sacrifice by relaxing the restrictions too soon. And then uh, the BBC political editor on the BBC, Laura Kingsberg, uh, called the uh, speech serious but largely designed to hold the line. And of course, the the Parliament and the Cobra uh, meetings have tried to keep to the single message of, uh, you know, keep isolated, keep safe, protect the NHS. But I think they wanted to signal that those discussions are now taking place, but they certainly on the um, meeting yesterday, refused to be drawn on any uh, timetable and what particular sequence this um, relaxing might take. Uh, Of course, we've talked about the uh, possibility of children's schools. However, there was a a note of caution uh, mentioned on this, because um, there has been a number of young children who've been taken into hospital with the um, symptoms that may have been related to are caused by the coronavirus and they presented a particular set of uh, um, things that that have caused concern and it's now become what is known as a um, um a reportable case so any hospitals that take children in with this particular set of symptoms um including this uh, about breathlessness and some pressure on their um their their heart our cardiovascular system and it could be some subset of a rare reaction to uh these types of viruses and that is being very uh, very closely monitored. Now it has been reported, so um, this is um, something that is um, just showing that the the caution and the uh, things in place are very very uh, necessary at the moment. And as I mentioned, I think yesterday in Scotland, Nicola Sturgeon also supported a a staged, carefully staged. Um, moving out of the thing. I think she mentioned that in Scotland there had been sadly 13 new deaths, with Scotland total now at um, 1,262 cases. One correction I need to make from one of the things I mentioned before was in a lighter note, a nicer note, Tom Moore the gentleman who has both raised something like 28 million now for the NHS with his walking, doing his laps in his garden, is going to do another hundred of those, and he's also uh, received the top of the charts record. Um, but he's not 100 in actual fact until Thursday of this week. I thought it was last week when I mentioned about the fact that he's going to have a unique uh, stamp. Uh, so that uh, when poet letters are posted and they are franked with a, a wavy line and stamp, it will commemorate his contribution for all that he's done. And let's mention one of the good news, um, Greg's uh, here in the <coughs> UK, which is like a, a bakery and food where people often go and get their lunch. Very famous recently for introducing the uh, the the veggies um, sausage roll. vegetarian sausage roll that was very very popular they are going to do some openings of some of their stores uh, observing the um, the uh, spacing and they're testing the waters before they see if they can open up more of their stores so um one other contributing thing that i wanted to mention because um this is to do with um um gambling, because of people being in gambling, uh, not in gambling, being at home, there may be a tendency for them to spend more time than perhaps they have done in the past on these sites where you can gamble, whether it's uh, poker or slot machines or whatever. So the um, the item is coronavirus gambling firms to stop advertising during the lockdown. And the URL for that is bbc.co.uk forward slash news forward slash business forward slash five two double four Let me see if I can just read a little bit more about that. And this was, again, from yesterday. Simon Reid, the business reporter, put this item up. The gambling firms have agreed to stop all TV and radio advertising for games and products during the virus. The move comes amid criticism that the industry is exploiting people who are stuck at home. Uh, that That's an alleged exploiting, I would think. The TV and radio advertising slots will be replaced by safer gambling messages donated to charities Are removed from broadcast where contracts allow we're doing we are determined to do everything we can to protect customers potentially at risk during the lockdown period and beyond um the bgc which represents betting shops online betting and gaming bingo and casinos said the move would result in the removal of half of all products all products and advertising on TV and radio. Wow, that just shows how uh, pervasive those uh, things are. If that very one whole thread of uh, social activity is removed from advertising, 50% of the adverts, wow, I hadn't realized that they um, they counted for that amount of uh, advertising which um really that really seems to me to be a good move so i'm just looking now um just to show you i'll mention things are different in other countries just one from abroad this time because we are going to try and keep uh shorter for the moment um The early part of the week, as I say, the the stats coming through the Mondays and Tuesdays, uh, I know um, that from past weeks, um, unfortunately, as we've got to Wednesday and Thursday and so on, the larger numbers of statistics have caught up tend to come through, sadly indeed. But I'm just going to mention this one from New Zealand, from the uh, world section of the bbc.news so this is bbc.co.uk forward slash news forward slash world dash asia asia dash five two four five zero nine seven eight now how new zealand got its coffees and fries back and this is um just posted two hours ago Coffee and fast food seems to be the first thing on the mind of New Zealanders as the country emerged from almost five weeks of strict lockdown. I mentioned about some of the Europe changes uh, yesterday. Uh, The alert level has shifted to level three, allowing takeaway food shops and some non-essential essential businesses to reopen. And it wasn't long before queues formed in front of coffee shops and McDonald's outlets as people rushed out. One coffee lover said, that cup of coffee tasted amazing. I can't do a New Zealand accent. Sorry, sorry, Ian. That cup of coffee tasted amazing. and I felt a sense of normality come back into my life. Nothing beats a skilled barista making you coffee, said Victoria Howe, who is based in Auckland. Uh, And quite a number of people have been posting pictures of them sitting in their cars. With a big smile on their face and a large coffee uh, cup to go uh, in their hands. Um, so there we are. Yeah, Samantha Keane, a New Zealander based in Wellington, agreed, saying the ability to get a coffee and a scone made by someone else after weeks of doing it myself was a real tweet. Tweet? It was a real th- treat. She <laughs> tweeted, I think. <laughs> oh, dear, that was a Tom Crystal, wasn't it? And um, by the way, if you want to know more about the remembrance of those um, 100 NHS and healthcare workers, I should have mentioned that That I've just noticed that that page has been updated 30 minutes ago. So I'm going to put in a link to that and we will perhaps end with that now. And this is final link. bbc.co.uk forward slash news forward slash health dash five double two. 42856. And it has images of some of those people there. And um, tens of thousands of people across the UK have now died of coronavirus, including more than a hundred NHS staff and other healthcare workers. The BBC has been tracking the deaths of the NHS workers during the pandemic. And here are a hundred of their stories. So Thomas Harvey, Laura Tanner, John Allegos, it? Uh, Liz Glanister, Amanda Ford, Rebecca Mack, Glenn Corbin. These are just some of the names that are coming to my name. Some of the names that I can't pronounce. Fayaz Ash- Ashadi, is that A-Y-A-C-H-E, Brian Darlington, uh, and more. Gatti, G-A-T-I-N-A-O, Donna Campbell, um, Sarah Trollope, um, Gareth Roberts, Maureen Ellington, um, Peter Tun, Stephen Pearson, Lynette Cruz, Uh, I can't read them all, Andrew Treble, um Simon Quest, Barry England, Linda Clark, um Jenny Eston, Michael Aleu, is that A-double-L-I-E-U, Josephine Peter. Um uh, unbelievable when you see the faces. It brings home that these, of course, are real and sad deaths. Andy Costa and Shepherd, Dawn Marshall, um, all those people there, Kevin Smith, um, Oscar King Jr. Um, so please have a look at that site and I'm gonna read that link out again. bbc.co.uk forward slash news forward slash health dash five double two four two eight five six. It's on the BBC site. And the, it's under the health section, coronavirus, remembering 100 NHS and healthcare workers who've died. Uh, and our uh, sympathies go out, of course, to their families left behind. And with that note, sorry that end on that very sad note, but these people have made the ultimate sacrifice to help other people. Okay, we're going to wrap up Today, uh, episode 32 of Never Isolated, Silence, Hell for Lost Key Workers, on today, Tuesday, the 28th of April 2020. I'll be back tomorrow, the Wednesday, the 29th, for episode 33. Join me then, I'll listen later, on various podcast directories, iTunes and the podcast app. Or, of course, here at Tortue You Itself on the call ID, show ID, 79107767 And uh, with that, I will end. Bye for now. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered jumpercasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs>